Thank you for tuning into our podcast. Do you know that Roman 10 and 14 ends by saying these words, how shall they hear without a preacher? Well, get ready to hear and receive a faith-filled preacher, Pastor Clifford Kraft, who is about to deliver you a word straight from God. Now, here is today's message. this message that's in my spirit to share today and I know that you are familiar with the scriptures and I know that you know the scriptures but if you would agree with me that we are certainly living uh, in a, a very serious and a very perilous time and I want to deal with uh, the fact that there are many people who are sick, many people who are suffering, daily suffering, uh, and they don't have to. And that bothers me because uh, a lot of these people are actually in church somewhere. They go to someone's church. I didn't come here today to uh, put pastors down. Uh, I didn't come here today to talk about what others are not doing. Amen. I came here today to tell you that Jesus Christ loves you seriously. Wow. We can't even fathom the love that Jesus Christ has for us. Consider this. And I know you know it's true. But if God gave his son to suffer the way that he did, that we might have eternal life. Should God care about what we deal with daily? I believe he does. In fact, I know he does. Consider the scripture that says, I believe it's Romans chapter eight, verse 32, that if God gave his his own son to be hung on the cross to save old crazy people like us, how much more will he freely give us all things through Jesus Christ? Now that's powerful to me. That's powerful. Hallelujah. That if God gave his son, and he did, and Jesus bore our pains. He bore our sicknesses and diseases. The scripture says, how much more will he freely give us all things? That's powerful. Brother, sister, in the Lord, if you believe that, then you would agree that you should not be suffering in your body, in your 
mental health, in your finance, or any other area of your life. I admit that we all are challenged daily with something. And perhaps none of these things are easy, especially to those who may have just really come in to uh, being a Christian, or those that just don't understand. The truth is, Jesus paid for your better life. Can I be honest? He paid for your greater life. Hallelujah. So join me then, if you will, in Third John chapter 2. And let's get into the meat of this. In Third John and verse 2, it says, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things. Notice what it says. God wants you to prosper in all things. <laughs> How about that? So you are to prosper in your health. You are to prosper in your finance. You are to prosper in your mind. You know, you are to prosper in all that you put your hands to, according to the scripture. That God wants you to prosper and be in health, just as your soul prospers. Now, from the Amplified Bible, I want to read the same verse. It says, Beloved, I pray that in every way you may succeed and prosper and be in good health physically. So God wants you in good health physically. That tells me that you should not be sick in your body. Why? Because God wants you healed and in good health physically. So God does not want you suffering in your body. And I want you to get a hold of this because it takes about that much faith to turn your situation around today. About that much faith. Jesus said, the faith, the size of a mustard seed. So you don't have to have a lot of faith to receive your healing. In fact, I'm going to be honest with you. What if I told you that you don't have to have faith to be healed? <laughs> Let me explain to you that the Bible says in Romans chapter 12 and verse 3, that we all have received the measure of faith. Think about that. And if you want more scriptures on that fact, then you look at Ephesians chapter 2, and you'll find that it was through faith that the Lord saved us by grace. So consider this. You had the faith, apparently, to receive Jesus or you're not saved. Okay? And you know you are. Okay, so you had the faith. He gave you that faith. That faith was imparted into your spirit from hearing the gospel. The Bible says faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. When you heard that word, amen, your heart was resonated 
with the truth. The truth took hold of you and you responded to it. And you asked Jesus to come into your life to be your savior and your Lord. And he did because the Bible said that all we would have to do is ask and we shall be saved. So now we agree that you had the faith to be saved. Here's the truth. If you had the faith to be saved, then you had the faith to be healed. Glory be to God. Which tells me that while you search for faith to be healed, you're wasting your own time. You already have faith. And today, I want to get you to see that all you have to do is act on what you say you believe. Believe it or not, it is as simple as that. It's not something that's difficult. And I think we have been deceived in believing that it is something that is difficult. It is not. Fear is the main cause that keeps you from acting on the word of God. If you're having problem with walking, then more than likely you're afraid unless you have some type of support that you will fall. Are you listening to me? If you're on a breathing machine, then you're afraid that if you remove the oxygen that you're receiving, that you will lose oxygen and have to deal with the repercussion of that. Let me just tell you, it is fear that keeps people from receiving their divine healing. And it is divine because all healing comes from God. Now listen to this here. Beloved, I pray that in every way you may succeed and prosper and be in good health physically, just as I know your soul prosperous spiritually. I love that. The scripture says in Psalms 107 and verse 20, it says that he sent his word and he healed us and delivered us from our destruction. Think about that. The word did come according to John chapter one. The word came and the Bible says that the word became flesh, John one and 14, and dwelt among us. So Jesus then was the living word that was sent. Hallelujah. And so he was sent to heal us. He died. He rose. He ascended back on high. I believe it is because his work was completed. He had healed you. And so you are healed. So you don't need Jesus to come back and hang on the cross for you again. No, you don't need him to go to the whipping post and be whipped again. Those stripes that he took upon his body was for your healing. Isaiah said he was wounded for your transgression, bruised for your iniquity. Our iniquity and the chastisement of our peace was upon him. With the stripes, we are healed. We are healed. So we need not sit around 
and wait for a healing when we have our healing right now today. Glory be to God. I want you to look with me in 1 Peter 2.24. I love that scripture. It says, he himself, Jesus did, bore our sins in his own body that you and I, now dead to sins, should live unto righteousness by whose stripes we are healed. Look at that. That's powerful. Let's read it from the Amplified Bible. First Peter chapter 2 and verse 24. It says, He personally carried our sins in his own body on the cross, willingly offering himself on it, as on an altar of sacrifice so that we might die to sin, becoming immune from the penalty and power of sin and live for righteousness. For by his wounds, you who believe have been healed. God Almighty, you have been healed. And so you are healed. Very soon, I will be in Everton for three nights. I truly believe that I'm going there with a mandate. I believe that God has put it in my heart to go there for three days I will be there. I believe that people will get healed. I believe that. I believe that miracles will take place. I believe that God will impart his spirit on the seekers, those who's desiring to be filled with the Holy Spirit. I believe that those things will happen, but you don't have to wait until that time. You can receive your healing today. You don't have to wait. We will be there September the 29th. We will be there September 30th and October the 1st. You need to come and join us. Also, you need to bring your loved ones, your friends, your associates, and those you know that have been suffering with sicknesses and diseases. Let me tell you, I've seen God's miraculous power over and over and over again. I'm too convinced nobody can talk me out of it. Amen. I know that he's a healer. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. There are Three people in particular in our church that received miracles from God. When I first started preaching, that was 30 something years ago. I didn't know a whole lot about these things. I just believed that God would heal them. And you know what? He healed them. One lady had cancer. In her, in her womb. 
and the cancer was literally eating up the, the base of her stomach. God healed that woman instantly. Right there on the spot. Another woman, nine months pregnant. I won't call her name, but you probably know her. Nine months pregnant. I prayed for her on a Sunday. She had that baby on a Monday. And that Wednesday, I was told that the baby received a miracle inside the mother's womb. Awesome. Another woman had multiple illnesses and diseases, sicknesses. She said that she was taking 18 medications a day. Her family attested that and said that she was taking 18 different medicines a day. The woman at times couldn't walk. At times she couldn't use her hands. And she can name all of those diseases that she had in her body. God healed that woman, removed all of those sicknesses, all of those diseases from her body. Powerful. But then there's nothing. Consider this. Look with me, if you will, at Luke chapter 4 and verse 38. Let's go there. Luke chapter 4 and verse 38. The Lord healed people. Then the Lord heals people now. Luke 4 verse 38. Then Jesus got up and left the son of God and went to Simon Peter's house. Now, Simon's mother-in-law was suffering from a high fever and they asked him to help her. Standing over her, he rebuked the fever and it left her and immediately she got up and began serving them as her guests. Now that was instantaneous. That's what we're talking about today. We're talking about your receiving your healing today, not tomorrow, not next week, not next month, but today. The Lord wants you healed. Look with me, if you will. Verse 40. It says, while the sun was setting, marking the end of the Sabbath day, all those who had any who were sick with various diseases brought them to Jesus and laying his hands on each one of them, he was healing them, exhibiting his authority as Messiah. Demons also were coming out of many people shouting, you are the son of God, but he rebuked them and would not allow them to speak because they knew that he was the Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one. Everywhere Jesus went, there were people who were in dire need of help, of healing, of miracles. 
He never told one person to wait until the next day. <laughs> Not even one. Everyone that came to him, the Bible said that everyone that came to him, the scriptures say he healed them all. He didn't allow anybody to go home sick. Look with me in Matthew, the eighth chapter. And the 16th verse. Matthew, the eighth chapter and the 16th verse. It says, when evening came, they brought to him many who were under the power of demons and he cast out the evil spirits with the word and restored to help all who were sick, exhibiting his authority as Messiah. Verse 17, so that he fulfilled what was spoken by the prophet Isaiah. He himself took our infirmities upon himself and carried away our diseases. When he died on the cross, he literally carried away all the diseases of the world. And you just need to believe that. Praise the Lord. In just a few minutes, I want to talk to you a little bit more about this. And we'll be right back. Praise the Lord. My name is Ann Downer. God has healed me of all of my diseases. My mom told me years ago that it took me so that uh, I had bowel destruction. And I think it started from there. There's been so many things that I have gone through in my entire life. As I got older, uh, I was diagnosed with a severe case of rheumatoid arthritis and lupus. In my younger days, it was like migraine headaches, uh, bleeding ulcers, uh, carpaternal syndrome. Like I said, so many things. Uh, I had dealt with sinuses. Uh, the lupus and arthritis had affected every major organ in my body. Uh, my kidney, my liver, my heart, my lungs, uh, my both wrists, my hands, my knees, everything was affected through the disease. And uh, slowly the doctors were telling me that uh, there was no cure for anything that I had, along with the other diseases that I had when I was younger. Uh, like bleeding ulcers. Uh, I had uh, trouble with my eyes. At one time, uh, when I was like 36 years old, the doctor told me, I went to the doctor, a rheumatologist, and he was telling me, like, the older I get, the worse I will get. And in 1991, I was in my church, and uh, we were having some problems, so they had a new pastor to come in, a new uh, evangelist to come in, and he came in, and he preached. Uh, he started out with how God loves us. I didn't know God loved me. He began to teach us about how God 
has already healed us. Now he sent his son, Jesus. I didn't know that Jesus did all that on the cross for me. He took my sickness and uh, my poverty, my sin. Nobody never told me that. Eventually, I think the pastor had been there maybe about three weeks because he decided he was going to keep him on to stay there with us. He came up to me and he told me, he said, young lady, he said, God wants you healed. I thought that was the craziest thing for him to tell me that. I got home and I called myself talking to God myself. I said, God, I said, I asked you to heal me and you didn't heal me. What make him think that you're going to, and you want me healed? But anyway, he decided to stay on in the church. Uh, we didn't have a pastor at that time. He said that he would stay there until we didn't need him anymore. He would help us out. He began to, uh, we started having church like uh, first and third Sunday. And we started having uh, Bible study on Wednesday night and we started having prayer on Friday night. He encouraged all of us to come. And we started having prayer, and he would tell us, he said, you bring your Bible, and you bring your pen and your paper. I'm asking now, what are we bringing a Bible to church for, and what are we bringing pen and paper for? I thought that was the craziest thing. A lot of things that this man did that didn't make any sense to me. One Wednesday night in 1992 at Bible study, I was prayed for for my healing. It was on a Wednesday, Friday morning. I woke up and there was something different. And I didn't know God talked to you like he talked to you. I'm, saying, I'm telling myself, okay, there's something different about me. God spoke to me. He said, you're healed. And I, oh, my God. And, uh, okay, I said, I'm healed. And so I got up and I opened the door because I said, with my hands, I couldn't really, like, open up the door, but I could pull the knob and pull the door open. I went in, I turned the water on to wash my face. I went in and like everything was like different. I could do these things. Before I couldn't even like open the door. I couldn't even drive my car. A lot of stuff that I could not do, but I found out that one day after God said I was healed, I could uh, bend down, I could stoop over, I could sit down, I sit down, I cross my legs, which I hadn't done that in years. I could raise my hands, which I hadn't done that in years. I could snap my fingers because of what God said. There's somebody out there today that's listening to this, that you're going through sickness and disease in your body, and the doctor has told you there's no hope for you. I'm here to tell you today that there's hope. There's hope for you. Somebody is out there today, is there, God is revealing to me, the precious Holy Spirit is revealing to me that somebody has a dry mouth. I think it's coming from medication that you're taking. It is affecting your ears. It's affecting your eyes. Somebody's dealing with a lot of itching in their body. Oh, my God. They're itching. A lot of issues. That include the eyes. All of the facial issues or the back, the hands. It's like, I don't know what kind of disease you call it, but it's, it's affecting your skin. Ma, 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 ma. Ha, nato, kora, ma, shanda. But God wants you healed. There's people that are suffering with arthritis. It's lupus. My Lord, my Lord. Somebody is watching that has cancer in the name of Jesus. But there's no sickness and there's no disease that's too hard for God. There's nothing that's too hard for God. There's nothing. All you have to do is believe. I encourage you today, the one that's listening to me, 
that you get into a church where the word of God is being taught. From Genesis to Revelation, that their Bible is being opened and you being told who you are. In the New Testament, under the new covenant that we have, I want you all to, just listening to me, that you get into those, uh, like Ephesians and Galatians, you get in there and let God tell you who you are. I want you to look with me in the, the book of Exodus, uh, the 15th chapter. And let's look at this. This is very, very important. I'm going to wait on you now because I want you to look and see that this is actually in the Bible. Uh, Exodus, the 15th chapter, and I'm going to start reading at verse 22. So Moses brought Israel from the Red Sea. Then they went out into the wilderness of Shur, and they went three days in the wilderness and found no water. Now when they came to Marah, they could not drink the waters of Marah, for they were bitter. Therefore, the name of it was called Marah. And the people complained against Moses, saying, What shall we drink? And so he cried out to the Lord, and the Lord showed him a tree. When he cast it into the waters, the waters were made sweet. Then he made a statue and an ordinance for them, and there he tested them. Verse 26, and said, if you diligently heed the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in his sight, give ear to his commandments and keep his statutes, I will put none of the diseases on you which I have brought on the Egyptians now listen to this thing. For I am the Lord who heals you. I want you to consider that. God does not describe himself as being the God who kills you. He's the God who heals you. And he wants you to know who he is. There's been, unfortunately, um, a lot of misconceptions, uh, misconstrued, um, a lot of lies been told a lot of ignorant things that have been said about God putting sicknesses on people is just not true. It's, it's not true. Not if people are in covenant with God. And here's the thing. That was based upon the Old Testament. Amen. Now, they could do things that would cause things to happen to them by going outside of the covenant that was made for them, that covenant was made for their good, not for their evil. But if they would be disobedient, which, which they were, then they would suffer the penalty for being disobedient. But listen, you're not under that covenant. Even under that covenant, God promised them under that covenant that they would be healed and live in good health. He said, none of the diseases that had been put upon Egypt, none of those diseases they would have to be confronted with or deal with. And remember this, he brought them out. The Bible said, not one feeble one among them. Now, some said three million came out, some six million 
came out of Egypt, you know, none of us really know how many there were. All we know is that all, a whole lot of people came out of slavery from Egypt. And the scripture says, listen, let's do this here. Let's imagine that there were only a million people, which I believe that there were many more than a million, according to the Bible. Not one among a million sick. Come on now. Come on, come on now. N not one feeble one among them, not even a headache. How about that? <laughs> and that was based upon the covenant that he made with them. Based upon that covenant, they would not have to suffer the penalty of sickness and diseases. Let me say something to you. The Bible teaches us that we have a much greater covenant than they had. A covenant that's based upon the blood of Jesus Christ. A much better covenant. With the covenant that we have, think about it. All sicknesses and all diseases were put away from us. You say, well, how do we incur these sicknesses and diseases? Good question. By the way, we choose to live. By our own ignorance, let's admit it. By the decisions that we make. As far as God is concerned, Jesus bore them all away. <laughs> we just read 1 Peter 2.24. He himself, to make it personal, Jesus did. Bore our sins in his own body that we now being dead to sins. See, that's just the point. We're supposed to be dead to sin. Okay. <laughs> Should live unto righteousness. We have to know more about our righteous status. I think that's the biggest problem. I don't think the, the biggest problem uh, are folks sinning in the church. You know, I think there's a lot of ignorance. I think there are a lot of things that people don't know are not being taught. But just willful sinning, no. No, not people who are born again. Okay. Here's the point. Jesus Christ bore our sins in his own body, personally. We are now dead to sins, supposed to be. Should now live unto righteousness. By whose stripes we were healed. So that means we are healed. Are you listening to me? So why then should I bear the sicknesses and the diseases? Listen, if I'm not willing to bear sin after Jesus Christ has already born sin, why should I be willing to bear the sickness and diseases? Remember that. Think about what the scripture says. He himself bore our sins in his own body. He took away our sins in his own body, that we now being dead to sins because he took away our sins in his own body, okay? So we're not dead to sin, should live unto righteousness because we've been made righteous. Come on. 
By whose stripes we are now healed. Think about that. <laughs> Glory be to God. That tells me, amen, you can just get up and walk away from that sickness and tell it bye-bye. Glory be to God. I want to share one more thing with you. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. One more thing with you. The Bible says that there's going to come a time somewhere in a distant future where Jesus is going to do away with death itself. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 26. He's going to deal with death itself. Wow. And so, sicknesses and diseases came into existence when Adam sinned. Romans chapter 5. Ephesians chapter 2. And so that's why we have sickness and diseases in the world because of Adam's sin. But now think about this. The Bible said when Jesus came, he was the second Adam or the last one. <laughs> Removing the sickness and the diseases away from us. Can't you see that if you truly desire it to, you could get healed. If you really want to, you can be healed. I believe you want to be healed. Glory be to God. And I don't believe that you have to wait to be healed. Amen. So right now, let's pray. I want you to do this. I want you to put your hands on the place where you are hurting. I want you to touch the place that's causing you problems. And if it's internal, then just put your hands on the extremity of your body. I want you to put your hand there. And I want you to do it believing this message that I just gave you. That Jesus Christ wants you healed. I want you to believe that. And even though I will be praying for people in person, amen. Hey, you can always come to True Agape Christian Center. Amen. We're located 3701 Atlanta Highway, uh, Suite 1617. You can come there any Sunday you want to. You're always invited. We are there at 11 a.m. on Sunday. We are there on Wednesday at 7 p.m. You can come anytime you want to. You're always welcome to come. In fact, I desire that you would show up. <laughs> but I will be in Everton for three nights. And... Uh, later on, I'm going to give you the information, and I want you to come. So I want to meet you because I believe that God is going to heal you now. Are you ready? Let's pray.
Father, in the name of Jesus, I praise you. I bless your wonderful, your holy name right now. I thank you that you're the same yesterday, today, and forever, and you never change. Hallelujah. Your love never changed for us. Hallelujah. And Lord, I just thank you right now in the name of Jesus for touching that body. I speak to that infirmity right now in the name of Jesus. I command that infirmity to leave your body now in the name of Jesus. I command that tumor be gone from your body right now. That also, somebody's dealing with a blood, a blood also of some type in your stomach. Yeah, a bleeding also, I believe this call. Amen. I speak to that bleeding also right now in the name of Jesus. And I command it to leave your body now in the name of Jesus. Somebody's having a problem in your left eye and in your right eye. In fact, it's more painful in the left eye than the right eye. I want you to put your hand on that left eye right now, right now, and believe God with me for you. In the name of Jesus, I command. Hmm. You have some type of pulse. Uh, there's a swelling also. You have problems sleeping at night uh, because of that left eye. I command that I will be healed now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Glory be to God. There's someone that's dealing with a knee problem. Uh, I, I, I believe it's the left knee. In the name of Jesus, put your hand on that place right now. In the name of Jesus, I command that infirmity to come out of that knee, the swelling to leave in Jesus' name. Now, I want you to do something. I want you, amen, to get up from where you are and begin to walk around in your home and thank God and give God praise right now. Thank him. Give him praise right now. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory be to God. Somebody's dealing with a hip, a hip problem. Mm, my son Most of the pain is on your right side of your hip. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I command that pain to leave you now. Right now, in the name, oh, oh, glory be to God. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Holy Spirit is saying that somebody is dealing with some kind of problems you're having um, in your lips. There's some swelling in your upper lip and bottom lips. Masanda kose de arabasata. Yara kose de arabasata. In the name of Jesus, it's because of some toothache that you fail to go see about. And you have allowed, you have allowed this to happen because you tried to work on this tooth yourself. You tried to fix it yourself. Through home remedies, you tried to fix it yourself. Amen. Put your hand on that side of your face right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And I want you to believe God with me right now. Lord, just as your word said, hallelujah. Jesus himself bore your sins in his own body that you wouldn't have to. You just need to put your faith and your confidence in Jesus Christ right now. 
He bore your sins in his own body when he hung on the tree. Hallelujah. That you would now, listen, be dead to sins. Enough away with your past life. Put it away. Glory be to God. Repent to God in the name of Jesus and turn back to Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And Lord, I pray right now that you will show them that it is them that you're talking to through by giving them the manifestation of their healing. And Lord, they will turn back to Jesus Christ. I thank you for doing it. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Well, God bless you. Wish I could stay with you a little longer, but I got to go. <laughs> Looking forward to seeing you very soon. Amen. This is Pastor Clifford Craft with True Agape Christian Center saying, I love you. Amen. God loves you. Amen. And you're going to be okay. God bless you. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in. We know that for those who receive, your lives have been radically transformed by the power of the Word of God. Today is the day of your salvation. Are you ready to grow in your walk with the Lord? We are located at 3701 Atlanta Highway, Suite 16 in Athens, Georgia. We know that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So to hear today's message again, visit our website at trueagapechristianchurch.org. Thank you and God bless you.